Hello you, you join me sat on a tree trunk that has been felled on a forest path in Middleton Park where I'm walking the dog and uh, got some live reflections for you this morning all about our old friend which features on the podcast, I want to say regularly but with increasing frequency lately is <clears throat> the uh, emotion of anger and what that is. And also some reflections on what kind of, what kind of helps and what works when it comes to processing and experiencing anger in a, a healthy way, shall we say. Okay. So the first thing is, what do you think of when you hear that word? Anger, you know? Anger, I guess if you're ambivalent, great work. You have no particular feelings about this feeling, but in my experience, anger, like a lot of the other emotions we have feelings about anger is a bad emotion we don't want to feel anger anger is unpleasant anger can be violent anger is scary and hurtful and overpowering and a force for bad you know all these kind of things all these kind of stereotypes about anger and i must admit there's a part of me that feels that way too labeling anger as bad or wrong and something to be scared of and avoided and not experienced and that's something that we pick up when we're, we're younger, based on our caregivers around us, parents, guardians, siblings. We experience these emotions and see them in others, and we, we form our own judgments about what is right, wasn't wrong to, uh, to experience, and how we experience them. And this morning I woke up in, so yeah, a bit of context would help, wouldn't it? I woke up this morning in a bit of a, uh, a funk, shall we say. Yes, I woke up in a bad mood and I could just feel the anger in my body. It was incredible. It was like this kind of... Um, anger is... Um, it's a kind of movement. It's a kind of... It's a force that moves through you and it wants to move. It wants to travel. It wants to go outward. It's principally concerned, in my experience, with justice and what is fair, what is just, what is right, what is wrong. And it's a force that wants you to take action. It wants you to do something about some perceived injustice or something that can be corrected or changed for the better. So it's a kind of, it's a doing energy. And if you're anything like me, you're a doer. You like to get out there and you like to get on in life, change things, you know. You're not one to kind of sit on your hands twiddling your thumbs. Well, twiddling your thumbs actually probably is a kind of movement in the body. But yeah, if you're anything like me, a doer, then anger can often be the kind of the fuel behind the doing. And if we just take that word away from a minute, all those judgments, all those preconceptions about what anger is, if we just experience it as a kind of, yeah, like trapped energy, an energy in us that wants to move, then it becomes quite different. We see it experience it in a different way. So for me, the anger begins in a kind of, it's a bodily force. I feel it maybe in my belly, in my hands, in my legs, and you want to get up and move and change things. That's ultimately where it wants to go. It wants you to take action out in the world about something. That's what anger wants to do. And it starts in the belly. And if it doesn't go anywhere, if we can't take any action, if we are feeling powerless about the situation that triggers us, so there's a situation that's made us angry and we don't have much power or agency in the situation to change things, to make them better, to fix the injustice. That's the, that's where things get problematic with anger. It ends up traveling from the body and it goes up into the head where it gets stuck and it gets stuck there as stories, looping thoughts, uh, vengeance, 
revenge, um, uh, replay and rehearsal, we kind of want to make the situation better. But because we can't fix it in reality, we end up fixing it in our in our in our imagination. So justice happens in our imagination, but of course, nothing's changed. It's just a it's just a a thought, an idea. We're still ultimately powerless, and the world is still the way it is. And that can be infuriating. So the rage just builds further because we can't do anything about this anger. It has nowhere to go. It can't do anything about it. And we feel powerless. And it rattles around. And then eventually, what anger will do, like all kind of, yeah, powerful, unresolved, unprocessed emotions, it becomes can become trauma and it gets trapped in the muscles as tension in the hips, the neck, if you've got a stiff neck maybe, or digestive problems in the gut, it can often cause that, acid reflux, that kind of thing, indigestion, stomach cramps, muscle tension, hip flexor problems, psoas, all these kind of things, that's where a trauma goes. And I must admit myself um, that I have lots of hip pain from, I guess, lots of stored anger and trauma and unresolved stuff that we get uh, as younger people, like I said before. Anyway... So that's the colour of it. What is it like to experience it? It's hot, isn't it? I'm curious, like, if you can give your anger a kind of temperature and a texture. Mine is hot and it's rising and it's urgent. It's compelling. It's forceful. It's a, it's a push. It's a pushing upwards and outwards. And yes, it's, uh, it travels and it wants to move. That's what it feels like to experience anger. Um, so yeah, let's move on to the part where what you do with it. So what it, what happens? What's a, and I, this has worked for me. The reason I'm recording this podcast is because I'm on a bit of a journey with anger myself. I've realized that as a doer, as someone who experiences the world mainly through my body as a, a, expressing and, and, um, how I relate to the world, that anger is the principal kind of force, the energy behind it as a doer. Again, take the word anger away. It's just a shortcut. It's, an energetic person, I guess you could call it. You're sometimes called a, like, I wouldn't say it's me, but I know people who are described, I would describe as, and other people describe as a force of nature. And the force of nature, I think, is that determination to survive and to thrive out in the world. That's kind of like anger, isn't it, if you think about it? There's a thought. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm on a bit of a journey with anger and trying to figure out what to do with it. And in the past, it just got stored in the body and it just stayed there. And, you know, it can cause other problems. It can be, I don't know, it can get stuck as resentment sometimes as well, anger. We're just not trying to navigate a bog. And my little dog is trying to find a, a way through that doesn't involve getting his paws muddy. <laughs> uh, I'm all right. I'm in wellies. So the poor little chap, Laurie, my dog, is just uh, doing a kind of muddy ballet right now. As we walk across this bog. There we go. We're on the other side now. That's all right. Um, so yeah, I'm showing this because I've not got it sussed. I struggle with anger. I think the first part is naming it and recognizing it, that that is a, a feature in your life. And it's a feature in all of us. We all have a principal kind of, uh, emotional kind of preoccupation or fixation in our lives. Generally it's anger, fear, or shame, depending on your kind of personality type, I guess. And yeah, mine's anger and the journey I'm on with it is like, okay, I experience it, I've recognised it, I accept it. I'm not going to judge myself for having it because as I often say on this podcast, I don't know about you, but I don't choose my thoughts or my feelings. They kind of just emerge. So 
letting myself off the hook and i'd encourage you to do this self if you've experienced any of these anger in particular like the first thing is kind of let's 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 let ourselves off the hook because it just emerges out of us we didn't cause it we didn't choose it it just kind of wants to come through us so that's the first thing i've got them that's about where um, uh, i was up to when uh, a couple of years ago when i started to discover the language around this and now i'm at a point where i'm like okay what what tools can i use to to process this anger because i'm certainly not a violent person i'm certainly not a person who will rant and shout at some scream at people i'm not a destructive person i would say i'm quite mild-mannered and quite restrained and well behaved and you know i try to be a good boy so like what options does that leave us when we you know uh feel anger and i suppose the principal thing that i've been on the on this journey is expression like how to find tools to express manage process metabolize that's a great word isn't it metabolize this because that's what we do with food isn't it and fuel and energy we metabolize it we kind of digest it and, and process it in the body and turning it into something else rather than just sitting around with a full stomach getting fuller and fuller and fuller until we vomit which is a nice metaphor for anger um uh okay so i'd made some notes about my experience this morning so these are five things that help and have helped me get from a place of waking up feeling sitting in a chair my legs kind of you know vibrating shaking with kind of anticipation and eagerness and this force to kind of express and do something anything to kind of let this 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 yeah this this anger go somewhere where it wants to do something but it's restless because it has nowhere to go anger in my experience has no direction it's just force and that's why uh, i think my theory emerging is that anger plus direction or purpose and intent like a place for the anger to go to be expressed towards is the healthy form and we can change it into determination you know we can turn it into um the energy that drives us to do good in the world or to express or to highlight injustice this kind of thing so yeah here's five things that worked for me on this little micro journey that's probably been a journey and will be a journey of a lifetime how do i get up my um notes is this possible yes it's still recording excellent okay so the first one is parts work now i've mentioned this before have a look at internal family systems which is a kind of overcomplicated way of saying you go inwards and you have a compassionate kind of dialogue with anger as if it was a character as if it was a part a person within you and not you if that makes sense so the form of the anger with me i've created this character it's kind of like a like a judge you know it's kind of like a a judge a jury and an executioner that wants to kind of rule arbitrarily and um unilaterally and this character is is it, it kind of like you can feel it often it's it, i feel it manifest in my head it's like a yeah we can place it in the body that's a practice of uh, family systems you place it in the body and often it's a kind of a heat or a pressure behind my face and i feel it there and i go okay i recognize that i know what that is and then you go into dialogue with it you ask questions in fact i think i did a meditation on here a while ago 
um, about parts work. I'll put a, a link in the notes. But um, it's about going, okay, so I see you. Hello, it's you. What do you need me to know? Thank you for letting me know that there's this injustice, there's this thing that needs rectifying. Thank you. And, uh, and also I recognise what you want from me. You know, what you, or even ask, what is it you want from me? You know, or oh, you want things to be better. You want things to be different. This is unfair and we need to do something about that. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And also then just say, what is it you need from me? You know, what can I give you? What would help? Or even you might know that. You could say to this part, okay, I see you and thank you for this. And I just want you to know that you're not on your own. You don't have to do this on your own. You don't have to do this all the time. I'm here. And when you say I'm here, it's kind of like you, the kind of, the, the, the human, the essence of a human, the kind of the person, the soul, whatever you want to call it, that sits behind all your, your emotions. That, that's, that's you. That sits behind your emotions and witnesses them. The kind of like, I guess you could call it the kind of transcendent, enlightened. It's what mindfulness is all about. Mindfulness encourages you to kind of sit there and watch the emotions pass through you and out the other way. But you, the kind of curious inner observer, witnesses that. And then at the end of it, you can kind of give that, sit with it and just say, look, hi, I'm here. You're not on your own. I love you. Thank you. And it's kind of a compassionate um, inquiry inwards. And while this is happening, you kind of notice changes in your body. You can notice like little shifts, like a little release or a yawn or something will just shift in your body like a, great, a gratefulness or a calmness will come over you and this kind of stuff and that's the effect of having this kind of compassionate dialogue with yourself so that's parts work have a look at internal family systems uh, and that'll give you some guided stuff there's plenty of meditations out there that really help and it certainly helped me okay the next one is I've mentioned like anger wanting to be expressed like anger because it's an energy, it's about movement, needs to move. So it's about finding a way to express it um, physically. So, and obviously the, my mind immediately goes to unhealthy expressions of this, which could be, you know, punching walls or people or being verbally abusive, this kind of thing. That's an expression of anger in its unhealthy form where people who have anger and they don't have tools, they don't have alternatives and options, they don't realise there are other ways to express anger, will go to those things destructive behaviors addiction this kind of thing so the, it's a case of finding other ways to express that i guess are safe and help and don't harm you and don't harm other people so i figured uh, i've discovered that dance really helps with me obscurely so putting on some music some uh, i like a bit of sort of german industrial minimalist kind of electro techno music or maybe you want something a little bit more flowy that can help maybe you like metal just whatever genre takes you pick that matches the mood and you kind of dance it out and you shake it out and that gives the energy somewhere to go. <coughs> it, gets, it gets expelled. It goes outward rather than rattling around in your system. Um, other things can work. Yoga. Um, uh, I, If it were this were a client session and anger was coming up for you, the one technique that I use, I'm a phys uh, physical intelligence coach and they taught us some different methods and techniques um so if a situation in which you feel powerless and there's too much anger as in it's overwhelming you can stand up against the wall stand up against the wall stand facing a wall and just push against the wall and express what it's like to feel powerlessness you know how you can't take it it's overwhelming it's all too much and you push and push and you just really feel the strain and the pressure of 
just this thing coming at you and this thing you're trying to kind of, this immovable object, this unjust thing that is cause of the anger that you can't do anything about, experiencing what it's like to be powerless in the face of it. Then you kind of move away and you do a little shake. And then you go back to it and you try a different approach, which you kind of then start modelling. I can, I can take this. I can hold this. I've got enough. I'm strong enough. I can feel this. I'm holding it. This is okay. You can even try using, changing your position. Like, so I ended up changing it so that, um, my shoulder was against it. Rather than pushing, I was supporting the wall. And I was like, okay, this feels comfortable. I can support this. I can endure. I can cope. You know, it's just a kind of act of modeling resilience, but physically. So that really helps. Um, I did a bit of Qigong as well, which is kind of like a flow and movement type thing, a bit like yoga, but with a, without the stretches, more the hand movements and stuff. And that kind of creates this kind of lovely flowing vibe as opposed to just, yeah, the anger not going anywhere. Let's have a look. What, what's third on my list? My dog's going berserk about something. I think it's found a squirrel. It's sent a squirrel. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is about, so yeah gratitude things to be grateful for often i mentioned before about anger anger is a reaction to something that's unjust or unfair the world isn't how you want it to be and we're resisting it we want it to be different than the way it is and it's a it can often be fixate on scarcity or what's lacking so a different a way to come at that is to come at it with gratitude and gratefulness this might be for more moderate anger where you have to sit down and you just recount what it is you're grateful for, things that are the way you want them to be, things that are fair maybe, or, you know, the, the good luck, good fortune that you've had, um, as opposed to the uh, misfortune you have at presently experiencing anger, uh, uh, injustice. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, there's different forms of journaling. There's morning pages where you just let it spill out of you what's on your mind. Or you can just list all the things you're grateful for. Um, that works. Okay, right, what's the next one on the list? I'm just checking my notes. Okay, so this one was volunteered by my friend John, which is, if you're lucky enough to have a sense of humour and you enjoy a laugh, the fallback position, often the point of, I guess it's almost desperation, it's the last resort, which is you just laugh. You just laugh at the ridiculousness of the situation, you laugh at how unfair it is, you laugh at this cosmic joke that is existence, you didn't choose to be alive. You didn't choose these feelings. You didn't choose these things to happen to you. Yet, here you are, caught up in the story, right in the middle of it, the central protagonist in this awful, awful mire that you find yourself in now. And it's just like a laugh of desperation, insanity, hysteria, whatever works for you. That's a release. That's an expression. It's a kind of, it's a kind of ranting, I suppose, but it's a healthy kind of rant. It's not anti-one. You're just laughing and just, it's almost like a surrender and acceptance laugh to take you to. It takes you to this kind of communal place of just like, <laughs> there's nothing I can do with this. This is awful. This is absolutely wretched and awful. This is horrendous. And I can't do anything about this. And I feel powerless. And, oh God, there's nothing. This is just, this is life. We call this life. This is supposed to be enjoyable. This is what the universe is about. This beautiful place this full of beauty and amazing miracles. And look at the wonder of nature around me yet. I have chosen this, or rather maybe I haven't chosen this. Yes, whatever works for you. If you can find some hilarity in that, that will help, I guarantee. The cosmic joke that is existence. And what's last on my list? 
Okay, and last up on my list is, we're not quite here with my practice, but let's try it anyway. It's, I choose love. Just choose love. Love is the default human experience. I've been on retreats where people have gone into their anger, their fear, their shame. And underneath it, once they've experienced the awfulness, because that's all emotions are, they're kind of like, um, they are overpowering experiences that affect us and we often want to resist them because we don't want to experience them because it's so awful. Like anger, my resistance is just experiencing the rage and the fury. It's scary for me, so my ego will say, nope, not going to experience that. We're going to defend you from that and we're going to do everything apart from experience that anger as expression. So, let me check my notes again. The alternative is to go, well, fully experience it. My friend John invites me to do this. Fully experience, full permission to experience all the anger. Just fully, fully experience it, whatever that's like for you. And go to the other side of it, go through it. Because on the other side of it is love. I know it sounds theoretical. Love is quite different from anger, isn't it? But underneath it is just this kind of trust, uh, this, this compassion, this care, this calm, this serenity, this peace, this kind of love for everything and everyone, yourself, the people causing the injustice and are involved in the injustice, the, sit the situation, how unfair it is, the fury, the anger towards that, just love and welcoming, and in authentic relating we call it welcoming everything. So we just welcome this. It's like, hello old friend, we might want it to be different, but it's just like, it's here, this thing's here. How can I love this to the best of my What is love for me? And it doesn't mean you're kissing it and writing romantic, you know, letters to it. It doesn't mean that you are uh, putting your arms around it and wanting it to hang around. You just like, I choose a kind of calm, acceptance, a welcome, a kind of a, a warm smile, you know, a sort of surrender, maybe a forgiveness. You're reconciled to it. Whatever love looks like for you, it can just be this peaceable acceptance that will help. Someone sent me, uh, my friend Georgina sent me um, an invitation from, I think it was Elizabeth Gilbert, who invites people, and this ties in with the journal, and I was talking about gratitude, so you might want to sit down and write, but it's like, what does love need me to know? Uh, I think was the prompt. Like, if love was like this other part within you, maybe, like I was talking about parts of it before, if, if love was a thing or an entity, you know, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, if that was a thing, what would it say to you? What does it want you to know? Um, what's the lesson in this situation, you know? What does love have to say about that? So that's often a, a helpful reframe generally anyway, is when you're experiencing a situation that you don't want to. Um, what's the lesson here? What can I glean from this? How will this make me stronger? What can I learn? Which is kind of, yeah, I guess positive psychology, but hey, if it helps you get through. There you go. So... I think that just about wraps up. Oh, 23 minutes. This was a big one. Um, I hope you could hear that because I was switching between my app and my notes, uh, my recording app and notes then. So I hope uh, you could still hear me wittering. And yeah, just a big sigh there of relief and relief. Release. That feeling expressed here. Like I've, my anger still needs to go places. And today I've decided, okay, I've found a place of calm with it now, but that has triggered that need to do. I need, you know, to reclaim some power, some agency in my life because I feel so powerless in the, the situation that's causing me anger. 
So it's it's a case of, well, I'm just going to indulge my side that wants to do DIY. I'm going to turn it into a force for construction and building today. And I'm going to monitor that carefully because I could get angry with my tools. I could get carried away with relentless doing and just be kind of like doing it all day and everything just to escape. And it is a kind of escapism and that's all right. My friend Marianne often talks about um, sometimes you're just not resourced to feel a feeling, to fully experience, you know, I said before about full permission to experience anger. Sometimes you're not resourced to experience anger. You're just not up to it, and that's okay. You don't have to. You can go choose to do something else. Um, I kind of, I went about, I went about it differently. I chose to feel it and experience it this morning as best as I could. But I've done enough, and now I just want to. I don't want to be sitting around with it, r- running my day all day. I'm going to channel that force, that energy, to for for doing and rectifying and justice and creation, you know. Maybe anger is creation and destruction. It feels destructive, but it's actually a form of creation, isn't it? Because justice is creation. A better situation is creation, isn't it? Improvement is creation. But anger can feel destructive like, yeah, it can feel like it wants to tear. Maybe it wants to destroy and remove obstacles in the way of improvement and goodness. Who knows? But yeah, some thoughts there. Um on my experience, um, I felt like I was doing some, driving some very high, heavy machinery, as my friend Mark would say, uh, when I was talking about this podcast, without wanting to give away what the situation is that I'm going through, but I don't think that's important, and one thing I'd always kind of encourage people to explore when you're having strong feelings and reactions about things is to note that a lot of it is story, and I don't want to suck you into the story because it just reinforces it. I'm aware that there's a story there and there may, it may be true, it may be not, but it's still just a story. It's a justification and an explanation and a way of rationalizing these very primal experiences that we have of emotions, anger, shame and fear being three of the most primary, primal uh, emotions that we have. So yeah, uh, driving heavy machinery, I hope I've done it justice and also kept some of my dignity in this as well rather than just... Yeah, using my podcast as an excuse to bore people and rant people about what's going on in my life because, quite frankly, where I am now here with it is that um, I saw this wonderful illustration of the day and it was kind of four circles. There was a huge circle and then the circles got progressively smaller until the smallest circle, the fourth circle. And it was like, it just said, how, how the situation feels right now. And it's like this enormous circle. It's right up in your face, and you're right in the middle of it. And it's uh, and then as and then it was like the t- as time increased, the circles decreased. And it's like at some point in your future, this problem will be this small. It won't feel like it now, but at some point, your perspective will be totally different. And this thing that now is right up in your face, and where you are now, this situation that is causing you discomfort, will be small, and will be a drop in the ocean or a storm in a teacup. But that would be. Yeah, that's the future. That would be to dishonour what it is uh, that's going on for you right now and your anger or whatever strong feelings you have and how real it is and how prominent it is now. It matters. It's true for you. You're experiencing that. That emotion that you're experiencing is true for you. And that's okay. And I wish... I hope it's brought to resolution and I hope you're not experiencing too much discomfort. And I really hope some of these... Little strategies, little tools that really work for me, work for you too and give you some options. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.